Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Yes. Okay. We are so excited. Welcome back to Just Go With It, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy hour. Please welcome Miss Margot Oshry, the queen herself, mother of Magnolia, the producer and founder of the Snatchler podcast. And we're going to get into all of it. Recording live from New York. Hello, Margot. Hi. Thank you so much for my intro. I did actually birth Magnolia. Like she came straight out of my vagina. It was amazing. that is so unique and special and beautiful. And I'm right. Yes. Me too. Right. Yeah. Your water broke and you were rushed to labor and delivery frantically. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. She came out. I really, I wasn't in labor for too long, so it wasn't hard. Yeah. We have some questions about Magnolia just to kick it off. First of all, she's the cutest thing in the world. Um, she how, really is. How did you get so lucky? She has really pretty hair. <laughs> um, I actually like, I always like knew I wanted a dog at some point in my life. Like, did I ever think I would be like a 23 year old single girl, like wanting and having a dog? Like, absolutely not. That's just like not what I saw for myself. Yeah. Um, but then like the pandemic hit and then I was like having a mental breakdown, you know, as like everyone was. Right. And then my family was like, we think that like you need a dog. And I was like, that's like not the worst idea I've ever heard. And then I was just like, I only want like, I only wanted a Cavalier. Cause like, that's what we grew up with. That's what my sister Claudia has. So it's like, just like all that we know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I only want like a Ruby one and a girl, which is really pretty rare. And then like, I made a call and like, that was the litter that they had. And they had four like Ruby girls. I was like, okay, like this is meant to be. And I literally like, just like put down a deposit and got her like four weeks later. From like the hospital. The stars aligned. Yeah, the stars just aligned. From the hospital, yes. I got pregnant and gave yeah, birth yeah. all within like four weeks. It was really quick. A dog will do wonders for you in the pandemic, though, because one of the lowest points when my best friend was like, at least your dog Scout needs you. At least like, she yeah. needs a reason to get up and like do stuff. And I was like, you're right. So that was renewing. Where did you get the name Magnolia from? Um, actually, Brett Eldridge, the country singer. He had just put out an album and he had a song on there called Magnolia and it was like my favorite song. And I was just like, that. Okay. Okay. Freaky, why is that, wait, why is that weird? Ashley just showed me that song literally, was it yesterday? Because I love that before? album. So a few days ago, I was like, have you heard this song? Because we love country music. So I was yeah. like, have you heard this song yet? We don't talk about the lyrics enough. Or Gabrielle. Ashley, we're obsessed over it. No, we were obsessed over it. And I go, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's so funny. That's why she got her name. Yeah, no, I. it's literally one of my favorite songs like ever. It's so and good. We're so passionate yeah. about it all of a sudden. Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so passionate about that song. Like, I it feel is like just... Brett Eldridge is really, really slept on in the country music world. Yeah. I agree. But like, he also like doesn't really do himself that many favors. Like he like puts out banger music and then like crawls into a hole and is never to be heard yeah. from again. Where's the PR team? Where's the marketing budget? I think he has one. I think he's flying solo. <laughs> no, like he just like doesn't do like enough. And I feel like he literally could be like huge. But he's just like, I think he just enjoys like putting out good music, probably making decent amount of money and not being like the most famous person on earth, which like I actually kind of get that. 
Yeah. yeah. We don't sense. need to harp on country music, but let's all go around and say our favorite artist. I think Eric Church. <laughs> Your I don't know. Mine's in the country world or in general? That's country. really hard. Uh, Luke Combs. Yeah, yeah Luke Combs. Sure. I feel like mine right now is Brothers Osborne. I have an obsession. Oh, they're yeah. so good. Have you seen them live? Yes, I have. I was a little bit too drunk to like fully appreciate it, which is probably my biggest regret in life, if anyone wonders. That was a mistake on your part. Um, Yeah, but they weren't headlining. It was at a festival and they weren't headlining. And it was just like during the day, it was like all too much. You know, the sun was beating down. I just like didn't get the full situation. So I'd love to go see them as like a solo. Like if they go on tour, I'm there. And like maybe like inside. So they're not sweating your ass off. Right. And maybe not blacked out. Maybe. Lots of maybes. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I mean, that part's always maybe. hard. Might have to get, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I think they're going to stagecoach. Yeah. Thinking be. about you to uh, crack open a cold one right here. So we'll, let's make sure Ooh, we can, get into sure it. We get that crisp audio going. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that that's actually sounded stuff. so nice. What is your drink of choice, Margo? My drink of choice yeah. is a spritz. Ever heard of it? If it's a canned cocktail, it's a spritz. If it's like a drink, like I'm out. I'll have I'll get like a skinny margarita with Cosmigos Blanco is usually my way to go. A skinny marg, keeping us young. Abby, that's what is I that our cue to say code uh, JGWI20 off spritz? Online. Yeah, <laughs> we wish we you guys. We wish. <laughs> it's not just a regular old Our promotion. Good nature promotion. I don't even have a code. No one gave me a code. You don't have a code? No one gave me a code. You should talk to corporate. I should. I really should talk to corporate. Let's send some emails. Let's get Margo 20 going. <laughs> Send some texts. Um, okay, let's get straight into it. I want to talk about, we opened up some fan questions on our Instagram, and people want to know, the people want to know where you were born and raised, and if you've always lived in New York, and kind of, what the heck is your origin story? Let's give it the, the off-try background. Let's hear it. <laughs> I was born in, I was born in Manhattan, and then I lived in Long Island until I was like nine or ten. What a flight. And then. <laughs> yeah, and then moved back to the city, and I've been here ever since. So, like, more or less born and raised in the city, but I had a brief stint in Long Island. Um, yeah, and then I went to, school, like, college here, high school here, everything, and simply have just never left. How was your stint in Long Island? What did you, what did that, what feelings did that bring you? <laughs> I don't really remember it. Like, I don't, I simply don't remember that time in my life, but I think I enjoyed it. I hope I enjoyed it. <laughs> You're like, all, e- all, all evidence points towards enjoyment. Um, what the heck is it like to go to high school in the city? Is it like Gossip Girl? What's it like? <laughs> like, I mean, I went to Jewish day school. So it's like, a, like, okay. it. so what Gossip Girl would like be based on is like not my school, you know? Right. Um, but I, a lot of my friends did go to those kinds of schools. And like, honestly, like it's pretty accurate. Like things get really fucking weird at like those prep schools in the city. I'm not going to lie. Do you feel like much like in Gossip Girl, everyone kind of grows up really fast or at least acts way older than their age? hundred percent. I mean, like, I think I first went to a club when I was like 16 or 15 and like, oh my I gosh. remember I was like, walking around the city like alone that was always a thing of like when like your family like your parents would like let you like walk around alone um mm-hmm. I think I started walking alone when I was like in like seventh grade Dang. like just around New York yeah, yeah. Wow. so like, you definitely grow up quick faster New York That's City cool. is like when you throw your kid into the pool and you're like hey start swimming <laughs> yeah and it, no and it's like that thing on TikTok <laughs> yeah, and like, snapping 
We actually had a random TikTok go viral of our friend. We're like, jump into the lake and we're going to snap and pretend you're like a newborn baby. And like, people thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious. Um, that's crazy. The club's at 15. Wow. That like blows my mind. Yeah. 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 So how old were you when you got was... a fake ID? And Ooh. and what year was she born? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> she was born. Oh my God. I used to know everything about my fake ID. Like, like her, where she went to high school, like her, um, sign like everything but I don't remember it at all (gasps) she was an Aquarius I think um I'm pretty sure she was born in 1992 okay um and when did I first get a fake ID I don't know I think how old was I when I'm 16 like is that like your junior year of high school yeah it's like give or take yeah so then I don't know if you guys have seen the TikToks and it's girls talking about getting like necklaces is so stupid with their birth year to legitimize their fake ID and their birth years are stuff way younger than us, like 2002 or something. Oh my gosh, how <laughs> and people weird. are like looking for necklaces like that to legitimize their fake ID. And I was like, that, that is-, is so weird, but also like that's honestly kind of smart. I know it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Like, if I was a door guy and I saw like the year they were born on their test, like why would I ever think that this person got this to legitimize like why are being people? A- so creative these days. I know they really are. Have you like any tattoo on your wrist? Nineteen ninety four. Taking everything to the extreme, like always. Yeah. Okay, so skipping ahead, you're walking home alone. You're going to clubs. Where did, did you go to college? I went to NYU. Okay, and how was that? Like the movie? It was good. Um, I mean, I don't like. So for me, I always like, NYU was always like a, just a continuation, sort of, of like high school. Like it was just like kind of just taking classes but like this was like downtown mm-hmm. um I always worked throughout college so like I always just like kind of like had a job and then would just like go to class and stuff so I definitely didn't get like that full like college experience but I didn't think I was going to when I went to NYU like that wasn't why I went you know yeah would that you have ever done anything differently or are you like happy with where you went um I'm happy with where I went like I used to always like visit all of my friends that like went to big 10 schools and like they were so fun but like I absolutely couldn't have done that like four years straight like I would go for a weekend and I'd be like I've got to go home (laughs) like I just didn't have it in me you know what that's very self-aware different folks different strokes like yeah 100% actually I talk about this all the time we're obsessed with Pepperdine that's where we went and we loved it but we can totally see why so many people would hate it because it breeds a very specific type of person for sure I get that yeah and if I had went to Big Ten school, I would have been, like, crawling on my knees to graduation from a tailgate. It just would have been, I think, exhausting by the fourth yeah, quarter. exhausting. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. Like, I don't know how people crazy. don't gain 40 pounds from all the drinking. That's Remember, that's Abby, I took, you, I took you to the USC tailgate, and it was, like, passed out in the sun. It was just, like, a lot. <laughs> I'm like, it's a lot. Intense. Yeah. For anyone who's listening and isn't aware, Margot is a, a part of the Oshrai family with the morning toast. The dynasty, the Oshrai dynasty. The <laughs> dynasty. Um, some That's could compare right. them maybe to the Kardashians. Who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah, so her older sisters, um, Claudia and Jackie, they do the morning toast. If anyone listens, we're obsessed. Ashley and I listen obsessively. So that's how we came to know the Ashrai fam. But also Claudia is girl with no job, the comedian. So that must have been really interesting for you, Margot, growing up with a couple older sisters. Once they started rising to fame, especially Claudia first, what was that like? It was like so interesting. I just remember being like so confused by the whole thing of like yeah. if we were like to go out and like people would like stop and ask her for a photo. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, and then it was just like, then it, 
well, that was also when I was like younger. So I couldn't really like reap the benefits in the sense of like being able to go to cool parties and like cool things like that. So just like, I was just like watching from afar. I was just like, where is this going? Like, how is this happening? Like what's going on? You know? Yeah. And then I remember like Harry Styles followed her and that was when I was like, oh shit, oh my something's gosh, happening here. Deal. Yeah. And I was like, something's fucking happening. And then when her and Jackie started like the morning B and then the morning toast. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like from there, I don't know, it just kind of just all spiraled. And then like, I just feel like, I don't really remember like what it was like prior. Cause I feel yeah. like it's been going on for like a decent amount of time. How old um, were you when Claudia first started like getting recognized and getting big? That was her freshman year of college. So I would have been a sophomore in high school, gotcha. but I don't really remember like being in high school and like having Claudia be like girls on job. Like, I actually don't remember those years at all. But I remember it like when I, yeah, literally, I don't like remember anything like ever. So like, I don't remember my childhood. I don't remember high school. Um, I, I like remember it in college because I always thought it was, I honestly, I always just thought it was like so cool. Yeah. No, it's incredible. And was your family kind of like, what the heck is this? You're going to like make a career out of this and like a livelihood because this was also before everyone was. An influencer. Right. An influencer. Especially the podcast yeah. thing, too, because that wasn't, like, yeah. that big of a deal at the beginning, and it's like, oh, we're going to monetize this thing. Like, Yeah. Time. I feel like um, they were on, like, Claudia was, like, kind of on the cusp of, like, Instagram, like, memesters, when, mm-hmm. like, at the time, and so, like, that's really, like, helped in her favor, and then also, like, they, my sisters were, like, at the beginning of, like, really, like, podcasts, like, it was before, like, everyone had a podcast, so I just feel like their timing was always right, and their content was always good. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of, like, a perfect blend, you know? Do you think you would have started the Snatchler podcast had your sisters not be already like in the podcast space? Probably not because I probably wouldn't have thought that I like had the chops to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, Interesting. This is so, I don't know, it's just so crazy to think that you like grew up. Yeah, with Harry Styles, it's just like a lot, a lot of perfect storm stuff going on. Yeah, and I like digesting yeah. it like it's my own life. Uh, and then, so they're kind of coming into the limelight. And when you, when did you start the Snatchler? I started the Snatchler. How old were you? Like college? I started the Snatchler. No, I feel like it was the summer I just graduated. So okay. I started the Snatchler like the summer before the pandemic. So okay. what was that, 2019? Okay. And very bachelor focused for all you bachelor fans go check it out ash and i used to be super fans we wanted to talk yeah, to you let's about come the clean yeah just a little bit let's just get into it a little bit because we used to be like obsessed and we went to school in the la area so we actually went to a few recordings of different episodes got to be like extras and like fans or whatever at different things yeah. and, like got to see the mansion got to meet a bunch of bachelorettes like crazy stuff so okay. we were like in it like in the trenches 100 super fans but then everything kind of, you know, happened with like the canceling of Chris Harrison. And I feel like The Bachelor mm-hmm. has not been the same since. And so, I mean, Katie's season, the ratings were down. Michelle's season, there's not as much hype around it. And then Bachelor in Paradise. Like, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Like, where do you see um, it? I feel like, well, I feel like views have been consistently going down like every season. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like Katie is being down. Like it's just, it's following, it's following the gra- like the graphic line, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not thrilled with Katie being chosen as the bachelorette. I thought that was like such a weird flex, like made really no sense. Um, but it was, it was like, it's, it's a decent, it was a decent season. Like when she was on Matt's season, like I actually couldn't stand her. 
And then like in watching her season, I was like, oh, like, honestly, like you're not that bad. And like, you have like a pretty, like she was like really like logical and like made like decisions that like made sense, you know, whereas usually you're like shaking, like want to shake them and be like, are you kidding me? Like send home the villain. Like, and she always did. So like, she was like, she was definitely like very sensible and like an, a good bachelorette, but like that didn't make for good TV. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't the Claire Crawley energy as, uh, no, but I, I didn't want Claire Crawley energy either. Like she was chaos. I was hoping, um, (laughs) I was hoping Katie, I would fall in love with like Hannah Brown the first time I didn't, I was going to say met her the first time that we saw her on TV, I couldn't stand her. And when I found out she's a bachelorette, I was like, what is this? And now Hannah Brown for president, I couldn't be a bigger fan of Hannah (laughs) Brown. And I was hoping Katie would come around for me and my heart, but there was nothing there. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's, she's a love, she's lovely. Like, (laughs) you know, like there's nothing really bad to say about her, but like you think about the choice to do two back-to-back bachelorette seasons and not skip, not do a bachelor. Like why, why do you think they're doing Katie and then Michelle? Like what's up with that? They're doing Michelle because they're, because she's a teacher. So like they did Katie then so that she didn't have to like take off from school and that they could film her during her summer break. So they did it like, for logistics like they just um, made michelle so bad they're like let's just do two bachelorettes back to back like what yeah essentially but like i personally like bachelor better because i like watching the girls like i don't really care to watch the guy yeah. sort of thing totally. um so like i'm kind of annoyed um but at least we got a paradise in between because like paradise is just like i feel like everyone just watches bachelor and yeah. bachelorette just to watch paradise Paradise is arguably, in my opinion, the best part of the franchise because it has very much Love Island energy, except it's not in real time as much. But also, I just feel like the fanship, like everyone's standing. It's like the Summer Olympics. Yeah, it's all come together. But it's going down a lot. But honestly, watching Caitlyn and Taysha, like they're actually fabulous. Like they're two like older sisters. Like they're so funny. Like it's actually, it's like, it's obviously different energy. But like, it's, it, I really honestly enjoy them and I'm happy that they're bringing them back for Michelle's and it's not like they're just cycling in like people Mm -hmm. because like now, like we need to establish like a relationship with like Caitlin and Tasha as the hosts. You know what I mean? How lucky would it be? First of all, Caitlin and Tasha were two of my favorite bachelorettes personally. I think probably Jojo is my favorite. Jojo is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Same. Mm -hmm. Um, Also Hannah Brown's up there, but I feel like for in terms of a host, Tasha and Caitlin made such great sense. But think about being so lucky. First, you're the bachelorette, and then you get to be the host and, like, continue riding the wave of Bachelor Nation. Like, and you, like, have minimal job. Like, you come in, you say your thing, and then you leave. Like, how fun. Like, what a perfect life. No, I mean, being the host of one of those shows is genuinely the best thing because, A, you probably get the most money. B, yeah. you have to do the least amount of work. And like, see, like you're not doing anything for anyone to like hate you. You know what I mean? Like you're just going in there, like making sure everyone's like alive. And then you just like get to go back to like your air conditioned hotel room. Yeah. And you're just basically on like a little vacation. Like how? Yeah. Yeah. You're not even babysitting them. Yeah. It's truly like the dream. That is the dream job. New dream unlocked, you guys. I don't want to be on the show. I just want to be the host. <laughs> New dream yeah, unlocked. Yeah, no, I would just love to be a host. Abby and has applied a handful of times to the show. Would you ever apply? Have you? I have. No. I decided recently, so we applied We applied for me. Like, my whole friend group was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, we did paper applications. We like, gathered so everyone in the living room and said to sit down and yes. write stuff without Abby. <laughs> gathered around the campfire. It's We're nice. like, this will be hilarious. 
But um, I think I was like way too young, honestly, to even be doing that. And now looking back, even though it's only like a year and a half later, I'm like, I don't really know how I feel. Like, I don't think I'd want to take that route. If I were to be on reality TV, that would not be my first choice. No, I literally like, I would rather die. Like, absolutely not. I would never apply. Like, I would never much other better reality content out there too now that I think would just be more fun less controversial like yeah less work and like I just don't trust like the producers at ABC like I just feel like they like just try and ruin your life and I I'm good I'm good like I don't need that (laughs) the amount of cancellation circling that franchise like I don't know I don't know about it don't need it yeah don't need that energy in my life this episode is brought to you by Shanty Boutique. We are moving out of summer and straight into fall, which means it's time for you to get an all-new wardrobe and treat yourself. Go and head over to Shanty Boutique. They are stocking up on all of their new fall lines, fall clothes, whatever you could possibly need to kick things off for this new season that we are so excited about. They have waiting for you. So head to shantyboutique.com. They also have an app where you can shop to your heart's content. They're located in Washington, right outside of Spokane. If you're in the area, you can also head straight in. And you can use code JGWI20 for 20% off your first purchase at Shanty Boutique. Also, if you're a first-time customer, you can sign up for their email list and you get a 10% off coupon on your order as well. So we're just really racking in the deals for you guys. Head over to their Instagram, look around for yourself, see what cute clothes they have to offer, check out their stories, check out their TikTok, and for sure, check out their website and place a purchase ASAP because we need to get geared up. Fall's around the corner. The leaves are changing colors. It's a little chilly in the morning. Get ready. Remershantyboutique.com. Too much negative press. What is your favorite and least favorite season? Favorite season would have been probably either Ben Higgins, Bachelor season. Love him. So good. Or JoJo's Bachelorette. And I would say Hannah Brown, but then she chose Jed. So honestly, I can't say that anymore. In my mind, I look over that. (laughs) Least favorite probably would have been my least favorite bachelorette was a hundred percent Claire. Like yeah, I just, was it was, I couldn't take it. Out of left field. I've ever seen. Out of left field. And then I'm trying to think of my least favorite bachelor. Obviously I don't remember anything. So I can't remember like pre like crystals, but. Yeah, I, we're um, on Sean Lowe. I know it's like a little oh, over, over. Oh, TV, I love but, Sean like, Lowe. Obsessed. Still obsessed. I think we're obsessed with like the but, after effects of Sean Lowe's season. Yeah. Yeah. Because like they're still together. I think maybe Ari's. That was yeah. a good one. That was kind of that was kind of mad, but they got a, a lot of really good girls came out came that's out of true, it. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I just love when the women are in charge. I agree that when it's Bachelor, the girls are way more fun to watch. But I feel like mm-hmm. the, sometimes the Bachelor is just like you can tell they're just feeding them lines like the producer mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. they don't know how to talk about their feelings whereas girls do and the guys are just like oh, I don't know what to say it's like the same thing every time it's like come on no exactly and like I just like live for like the girl drama over guy drama like I just can't relate to guy yeah, drama I can't relate sorry never will sorry <laughs> we're not boys um <laughs> uh, also why is your podcast called the snatchler yeah how'd you land on that um well because my name is snitch Wait, okay that was well, a question like, that I had yeah. why it may, there's no like reason for it. So like, I'm not a snitch, but <laughs> basically state. like my sister, <laughs> let the record state, but my sister Jackie always used to like have the weirdest fucking nicknames for me growing up. Like with like, I don't okay. even know where she pulled them out of. And so like one of them, it was like, it used to be like Marky Sharky, like Sharky. And then it was like time snitch. And then time snitch got shortened to snitch. Well, thank goodness. And yeah. snitch just, yeah. Yeah. 
snitch just stuck. And then I don't know. And then like, if you combine like snitch and bachelor, it turns into snatchler, but it's also like a double entendre because like snatched is in there True. too. I'm good. And also, why are you counselor on the theme of nicknames? Um, well, because when my sisters used to do camp toast and like, we were all at camp. Like Jackie always used to say that I looked like a counselor. Like you just dressed like, like, like counselor my energy. Yeah, I, have that aura I guess. About you. I was just, yeah, I was just giving out, giving off counselor energy, and so then she just started calling me counselor, and then that stuck, and then now my counselor counts. It's all very. I weird. love it though. You yeah, know, no, no. None of his names go. Counselor's kind of cute. Like I wouldn't be mad at counselor. counselor's catchy. Yeah, I, I, I like counselor. Yeah, yeah. snitch is kind of catchy too. We're sleeping on snitch. Yeah, <laughs> but like then everyone thinks I'm a snitch, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like you don't understand. Like I'm not. Yeah, that one has some negative connotations, but counselor, like, catch me calling my future boyfriend counselor for fun. Counselor. <laughs> <laughs> counselor. Really said, uh, really said PSA on your Instagram. I am not a snitch, just to clear up. All yeah, that should be my bio. Okay, <laughs> moving on a little bit. So your sisters rose to fame, and then you were in the limelight, and you decided to make your own content, do the Snatchler thing, but then also creating content on Instagram too. And we saw that you just had a really cute, juicy picture that they reposted. It was really exciting and cute. That was really Yeah. Cute. Yeah. No, that was definitely interesting. Like you should wish you could have seen me shooting that photo. Like absolutely hilarious. How like, many did it take? Um, like not that many just because it's so close up. Like how bad could it look? Yeah, you know, right. like there, it's not like so many things to like it's to change really cute picture i must right? say i was honestly considering making it my phone background but i was like that's kind of weird but like I actually- <laughs> you like blow up a print of it for your for your wall it would look good it's Wait, good i actually should it's really good colors <laughs> no i know um but yeah no that was definitely really cool um but yeah, I mean, I fucking love Juicy. So I was just like, absolutely. Yeah. And I just like cupped my ass and made it happen. <laughs> so how is it making branded content? Are you loving it? Are you like just dipping your toe in it? Or is that something you want to take more seriously? Um, No, I de- it's definitely something like I love to do. And I feel like so grateful to be able to do it like that brands want to work with me. Um, I just I'm going to continue doing it as long as brands continue to want to work with me and they're brands that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think the common fear when it comes to social media, it's just like the, like that it could all just kind of go away, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's always that of like the longevity of it all. But in the meantime, like I'm, I'm going to continue to like ride the wave. And I do like genuinely enjoy like getting to like connect with so many people like on um, the internet and just like having like these people who are like my friends that I like, just like talk to all the time. So yeah, I mean, no, I, I love what I do and I'm like grateful to be able to do it. And I'm just going to continue doing it as long as like people care and, or want me to. I was going to ask, oh, for the content creation, are you reaching out to brand or are brands reaching out to you? And do you have a manager that's helping you run the show? So I do have an agent. Um, he pretty much, he like, we kind of work together. If like he pitches me to brands or if like brands reach out to me, then like I'll like loop him in and he like does like all the negotiations and things like that because I'm always like oh you want to give me money sure and he's like no but like you could definitely be getting more I'm like oh okay um yeah and he's and so that's kind of how it works but um no I definitely like I see like a brand that I love like especially if they do like if I see them doing like influencer marketing I'm like oh like 100% like I'm in um so yeah sometimes I'll DM brands a lot of times like they'll just email me or like my agent will go out and reach out to like like clients that he works with or whatever what would be a dream brand for you to work with? 
Ooh, what would be a dream brand for? I mean, I would say Bud Light, but like, I like, I mean, I don't work with them. They a girl after her own heart. <laughs> they like, they haven't paid me a cent, but they recognize me and they send me merch. And like, honestly, that's enough for me. Honestly, that's <laughs> payment enough. Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I get that question a lot. Like, a dream brand for me to work with. I don't know. We're gonna have to come yeah, back. We can to circle that. back. I'm not. Let us know. Let us know. Let's let's know back. Back. In the back of your mind, just kind yeah. of thinking about it. Um, back to the New York thing. So you are around our age and you're very independent living alone in the big city. What is that like? Because I can't imagine living alone. I'm one of those people Same. that I love being around people and I have roommates and stuff. And I'm sure at one point, maybe in my twenties, I would like to live alone, but what has that experience been like for you? And especially living in the city too, which is so different from living literally anywhere else. Um, I think, I mean, I lived with like my best friend for two years and I've always like lived with people. Um, I don't know. I just like got to the point where I was like, I had Magnolia and I was just like, I don't know. I just like want my own space. I like am really one of those people who's like social battery, like runs out mm-hmm. and like, I need to like go home and like be alone. And like, I I'm working on making my apartment like a sanctuary for myself, but it's really mm-hmm. fucking hard because like, I hate buying furniture and I hate doing like any sort of interior design. Like my apartment right now actually looks like a shit show. Oh, um, yeah. Furniture is randomly like the most expensive thing in the world. And you're couches like, are <laughs> criminal. Couches are criminally like, expensive. It's so unfair. And it's like, if I'm spending that kind of money, like I would rather buy a purse. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Literally. Like to buy bar stools. Like it's just not <laughs> interesting to me. That's like me with expensive food. I'm like, would rather buy a cute outfit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, a hundred percent. So yeah, I personally, like, I feel like I have like had my share of like living with people and like now I'm like in very much enjoying like living alone. I think it's more like the thought of living alone scares people more than like actually living I alone. I agree. Like if they just jumped right in, they'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel very main character living in the city? Hello. <laughs> um, it depends. It depends on. It genuinely depends on the day. Like some day, some days I'm like, oh, like I'm fucking like killing it. Like let's go. And then some days, like I'm like, wow, like, I'm just one of a million girls like mm-hmm. my age in this city. Like I am irrelevant. So it really depends on the day. Everyone, all, yeah. I was just talking to my friend. We were at a baseball game on Friday. I was talking to my friend how all the TV shows push, you know, Andy Anderson, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like everything pushes you towards moving to New York when you're 20s. And I don't know that I even want to, but I feel like I have to at some point to fulfill this prophecy of, of like you have to do it in your 20s. It's the most expensive place to live in the most confusing years of your life. Like, And then also everyone in the movie works as like an intern at a magazine. A magazine. Like, how do you pay for your apartment? No. Oh my God. That never makes sense. Where like someone's yeah. like literally, yeah, it's like their entry level job, like in marketing. And it's like, they live in this like penthouse and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're probably making 30 grand a year. Like you are not able to afford. And penthouse. nobody's giving roles to the sugar daddy. That's obviously paying for their apartment. Like where yeah. is their role in the movies? A hundred percent. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that like New-, New York in general is like so romanticized. Um, and I get it. Like it is like beautiful and it's cool and it's bustling. And I was actually just having this conversation last night with my friend and we were just like, we're so jaded because we've been here for so long that like nothing here is really like new for us anymore. But I do think that like, if you were to move here, like, I think people are just like, they move here and they're like, Oh my God, like, this is incredible. I feel like I've lost like all sense of that. So like me, I think I'm, I'm a little like jaded and like, don't take, like take my, what I'm saying with like a grain of salt sort of thing. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, like, I'm jealous of you guys. Like, I would literally die to live in Nashville. Like, I, I like, say, I was gonna say, is there any other city that you'd be like super pumped to live in if you were to move in the next like ten years or whatever? Hundred percent. Like, I would love to move to like, I would love to move to Nashville. I would love to move to oh like, gosh, girl, I, come visit me. I know. <laughs> I would love to like. I would li- love to like live in Florida, like on a beach. Nice. Never had that. Um, I feel like there's so many places that I would like move to, like. I think I would probably stay on the East coast. Um, but I don't know. Like, cause I was just like in Jackson hole, Wyoming. And like, it was one of the most breathtaking places I've ever been in my life. And like, I don't know that I can actually see myself living there, but like, I would love to just like go there for a few months. Right. I want to spend time in Montana or Wyoming so bad and so passionately. <laughs> I want to yeah. spend like a romantic to to, like, big sky. And I haven't. Yeah. And I want to, <laughs> you should do it. You should there's really do it. Little- pockets of beauty across America that are slept on like Wyoming people are like there's only 50,000 people that live there but it's like so gorgeous gorgeous and so different yeah so gorgeous and I was like talking to someone who like lives there and she was like she had moved there from New York City and she was saying she's like the rent is exactly the same she was like it's not cheap to live here like she was like it's like because like there's so many people I guess like have been moving there so is New York City back post-COVID Kind of, I don't know. I mean, like people, things are back. Like places are open. Yeah, people can go to places, but the vibe is definitely like a little different. Yeah, where are the vibes? Like, <laughs> like it's definitely really, really like there's. It's so dirty, like so much trash, like on the street, like it's disgusting. Um, and like I, like I, it doesn't feel as safe as it used to. Like that's for sure. Um, like whenever I walk down the street, like I'm so much more aware than I ever was. Um. Yeah, I mean, but, like, I would say on the surface, like, it's back, you know? Interesting. Do you feel like the city that never sleeps is just, like, taking a nap? Just like For sure. We're totally taking a nap. But also, like, I, like I'm like i not going to say, like, New York's dead because I think, like, New York always comes back. But I do think that, like, people expecting it to come back, like, in, like, six months or, like, a year, like, it's just, like, not that possible. Like, I think it will be back, like, maybe give it, like, a little bit more time. Yeah. It's just not New York's time right now. It's not its, it's time yeah, in the No, sun. like, New York is just, like... I think not, it will be again. I agree with you, but I don't think it is right now. Yeah, and like we can't always be the ma- main character. No. Like Jackson sometimes Hole needs like, a chance. The team on your back all the time. The team needs a rest. The back needs a rest. Yeah, like we can take a break. Yeah, we can take a break. We'll come back. Like it's fine. New York's at the chiropractor. <laughs> Stay tuned. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> moving. Your sister's moving, right, Olivia? Yeah. Yes. Which is a big deal because you guys all live in New York. Yeah, it's really. How upsetting. do you feel? Your niece is leaving you. I mean, she, I'm. I mean, she left. She, she's gone. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't even her. It wasn't her choice. They just took her. You I know. I mean, but there. it's for the best. Like they made the right decision. Um, I mean, it's really upsetting. Like it's really sad. I mean, I can't like I can't think about it. But I mean, I support their decision. I think they made the right decision. Um, and I'm honestly just like jealous. Like I'm seeing like, they're like, they keep sending photos and like all of these things. And I'm just like, this is the life that I want to be living. Like, I'm Wait, so where jealous. Where did they go again? I want to say Florida. Florida. Okay. They went to Florida. Okay. Did they just want it to raise their kids up in like a different environment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like that was really what it was. I can't imagine raising kids in the city. I just grew up in such a rural like farm mm-hmm. town that it just like, I can't even fathom what it would be like to like go to the grocery store. Like, with your family, like your kids in the city. Like it's, it's no, I know it's, it's a different world. Yeah. yeah. And like, maybe, like maybe they'll move back. Like I, I, who knows, but for right now, I feel like it's just like, especially like they're a new family. Like 
she'll eventually have more kids. Like it's just like to have the space of a house is like way better. Yeah. Kids get cross. Maybe that'll like be the crack in the dam. Then you guys all have have freedom to like move if you want. You're like, you know what? New York. Goodbye. It's a new era for the dynasty. Maybe, but like, I can't even like, I know I can't even imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not New York without the Oshry sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so you're living alone in the big city. You're romanticizing your lives. Um, I feel like you have a hell of a morning routine and take care of yourself. Or I could be wrong. Maybe you go through phases like every 20-something days. No, you're so, like, no, I do. Like I sometimes. was going to say, your skin is glowing, sickening. Oh I don't know if it's the lighting or if it's like your skin, but please like Wait. drop the skincare routine. It looks <laughs> the morning so good. routine and the That's skincare. So, that is yeah. so nice because I honestly didn't do anything to it today. I haven't left my bed all day. No, my morning routine is pretty like yeah. I mean, I started working out in the morning, so I like wake up like hella early, work out, shower, feed Mags, walk her, and then like I do have like a whole skincare routine that I've that I've started doing over the past like year and a half. But I used to never. I literally used to wash my skin with soap and water, and that was it. It's kind of like, which is crazy. <laughs> like a boy. <laughs> yeah, no, literally like a boy. Um, but now, like, I like use like actual products. Um, and Do you then, have like, any products that you've been loving that you think people should try? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been using. I actually have it in front of me. The um, I always start with this. It's the um, Charlotte Tilbury Magic Serum Crystal Elixir. It's like some serum. I don't know, but it's fabulous. And then I use the Charlotte Tilbury Moisturizer. And then, honestly, the key to glowing skin is the Tula like sunscreen. Mm-hmm. It's so fabulous, and it smells so good. And then I finish with like a Tula eye brightener. Um, and that's it. And then I like prime my skin and to put makeup on, but yeah. yeah. Well, so what, I don't, what you're doing is yeah. working. We'll put all those products in the go notes. Cause that's some good stuff. Yeah. I personally have been looking for new skincare products. I actually think skincare is a scam for the reason that, that now they're taking it to the extreme. Boys literally wash their face with, you know, a bar of soap and they like have perfect skin, but like, I that's think that's like true, an extent until you have problem skin and then you, your issue becomes a real issue. And you're like, well, I should probably yeah. use products. Um, <laughs> honestly, I understand that, but I feel like it really depends on the person's skin because I really don't have like problematic skin. The only thing that I would say is that my skin is usually really dry. So if I like ever only needed one product, it would just be moisturizer. Um, but that's why, like, whenever I, like, finish, like, a product, like, I don't usually get it again. Because, like, I always just kind of like to try new things, which I think, like, oh, is a little weird. Yeah. So, Not a creature of habit. Your skin is, like, the most adaptable thing in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am a creature of habit when it comes to, like, makeup, though. Because, like, I just, like, feel like once I find something I actually like and it looks good, like, that's yeah. really all you can ask for. And so you also said you're starting to wake up really early. I've seen some content that you've been putting on your stories and stuff about your early morning workouts. What inspired you to like, first of all, how the hell do you get up? So I was early? about to say that. <laughs> and second, are you doing theory or like, what are we doing for our health and wellness? Like what is, what's the routine? So I was just like realizing that like now that like life was like getting back to like somewhat normalcy, like my social life was like starting to pop off. And I was just like, I haven't worked out in like a month and a half because I haven't had the time. So I was like, okay, well, if I want to actually like work out and like take care of my body, I need to find the time. So I was like, wake up, bitch. So (laughs) I just started waking up like early, like an hour and a half earlier. Um, I mean, the first like month is fucking, it's fucking hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's still hard. I've been actually on, I've been slacking so much. I don't think I woke up early once last week. Um, But it's really just about like 
just once like your alarm gets up, like you can't like go like start thinking about like, Oh my God, I just like want to go back to bed. Like it's like, because it's like once your feet actually hit the floor and like you're up, it's fine. Like it's actually fine. It's about getting out of bed that I think is the hardest thing. Um, and is it 5am? Is that what we're talking? So when I go to my trainer, it's, I wake up at 5.30 to be at a 6 a.m. session. But when I work out at my gym, I wake up at 6.30. Okay. 6.30 sounds way less bad than 5.30 for some reason. Yeah, I know. 30. It's like coming up when it's still pitch black outside that I can't handle. That makes me feel like I can't open my eyes. Being an Uber when it's pitch black outside, I'm like, what the fuck? Those are like going to the airport vibes. Up yeah. before the sun is so unsettling to me. I don't up before the sun is not a place that I want to be. No, I <laughs> know. like a newborn I that like can't that. function. So you're in how old are you? Are you like 23, 24? 24. Okay. So you're in your early twenties, just like us, and just like most of the people that listen to the show and all our guests. How have you felt about I mean, COVID was a slap in the face to everyone, a punch in the gut. How do you feel about kind of like getting on to your feet post grad, post COVID? And do you have any like tips or advice about life, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness? Anything that you've collected that you like to or share? that you've learned. <laughs> I feel like not enough people like talk about like how hard fucking post-grad is like it's hard. that you're just yeah. like supposed to like have like your fucking life figured out and it's like no one fucking knows what they're doing and also it's like most of the time like whatever people majored in is like not what they end up doing so it's like you're supposed to like graduate and be like oh like let me put my degree to use and then you realize like whatever it was like it's not what you want to actually be doing from nine to five every single day um so I think it's like the biggest thing would be like, it's okay to like, not know what you're doing. It's okay to like try different things and like take your time, like figuring out where you want to be and like what you want to do. Um, because like, I know it's your, like, you're expected to just like know everything, but like you won't. And most people don't either. And I also think it's like, my biggest thing would be like post-grad, like go to therapy. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I haven't, no, but that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and talk, let's talk about the dating scene post grad. Uh-huh. So, do we have to? I mean, like, we don't have to talk. We can just touch on it really quick. But I feel like it's important to note too, because people again are not talking about post grad life enough. When you're in college, it's just like a buffet yeah. of people right yeah, in front of buffet. you, like minded, similar age, similar geography. Like there you go on a silver platter. Like take your pick, and then you get in post grad, and it's like, okay, well, what the fuck what do you do now? And there. then dating. <laughs> its own thing and it's like how do you sift through all of it it's just like a full-time job no it's I I mean I literally don't know like I'm the worst person to ask like I like feel like I'm always just like waiting for something to like fall into my lap and it's like that's like just like not how it works anymore you know um yeah so we used to say nobody's knocking down your door to date you yeah. and also nobody's knocking on your door to hire no, you gonna yeah. break in and date you so it's like you have to like kind of take that into your own hands and like honestly like it's the fucking apps I hate the apps but it's really the only way to meet someone and then I was actually talking to my sister about this like last week and she like made such a good point she was like honestly like if you change your mindset and like look at apps of like you can literally create your perfect man like with all of the preferences like everything that you would want in a guy is now just on your phone and you can choose which one you want I was like, oh, that's true. Fair. And it opens up your eyes to who's in your area because where else are you going to meet them? Not like nobody's going to come up to you on the street at the grocery store. Luckily, if you're out of bar. That doesn't like, happen anymore. It's yeah. just not enough. No, not I know. Enough options. I know. Yeah. 
you're busy. Like I get it. But also it sucks because just think about how many people now that dating apps have become such a like, common thing for people in our age bracket. Like once we're all older, I mean, I've seen a lot of success with other people I know with dating apps and stuff. And that's, that's awesome. But like, imagine when we're all like, hopefully married with families one day, if that's something that you want, then everyone's going to be like, Oh yeah. Our origin story. Like mommy and daddy like met on an app like ugh. yes but like also I feel like we're moving so much like into like the like technology world that like that won't be like that won't be crazy to them you know what I yeah. mean right like I think it'd be yeah I guess it'd be like, oh, that's normal yeah <laughs> like it would be even crazier if we were like oh we met in person at a bar it'd be like wow that's weird that's so yeah. trippy that's like so black mirror I know I can't and the thing that sucks like imagine if our parents met on the internet wouldn't that make you feel weird? <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing that sucks is you could be going past your husband, but maybe his first picture isn't good enough. So bye, you know, next. I know. To the next. I know. And it's like, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I definitely judge books by their cover when I'm on Hinge. Like, yeah, how, what right. else am I supposed to base it off of? Yeah. And especially if people, some people are not photogenic, but like. Some people person, don't have good photos. So like, maybe their friends yeah. aren't good about it. Some people just don't have good pictures. I'm like, most guys don't have good photos. By no fault of yeah, their own. Yeah, it's damn shame. Yeah. Oh, and I've also been seeing these TikToks a lot. It's like, girl, you've got to stop telling your friend that there's a better photo of him somewhere. There's not a better photo yeah. of him. Like, just be real with yourself. <laughs> like, he's, he's just. Like you. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. It's always like, we're going to battle, like, justifying these no, men. No, I'm going to like, Look at this guy I'm going to date with. Like, no. Scrolling down to 2019 for the solo best photo from his whole Instagram yes, that you can seriously. find. The one angle. Yeah. How's Magnolia doing in the dating world? She has a boyfriend. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. She, Bruno. Did, oh. Did she meet him on an oh, Her boyfriend. Bruno Sweet. Yeah. They met through family. <laughs> Are they actually so exciting? I was like, are they actually in love with each other? Yeah, like it's the wackest thing. Like literally, they will see each other and we'll never see them again. Like they will just like stay like actually making out, like literally looking each other's faces for hours. Like they don't stop. Like they don't get tired. <laughs> That's true romance. That gives me hope that love That's is alive really out cute. there somewhere. They're sporting. Yeah. I'm happy for her. Yeah, that makes that makes one of us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> out of the whole group like she's been in this world for a year and she has her husband but like okay i know she's such, she's got it figured out such a teenager. she didn't even need a nap either she's yeah so no i know good she doesn't right? bark yeah she's so calm she barks like when it's just her and i magnolia is pretty vocal too but like just like not in front of other people moving on to our favorite portion of the evening our favorite portion yes what are we reading watching listening to recommending Do you have any good podcasts Ooh, um, I literally right before this just watched United 93. Um, really like I've seen it before, just really sad, but I think everyone should see it. Um, and then I actually, are you guys Law and Order fans? SVU. I used to be. (laughs) So yeah. So you know how Elliot Stabler has his own show now, Organized Crime? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's really good. So I just finished catching up. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think of what platform is that on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what Hulu I... Hulu has been stepping it up lately, you guys. And I, I couldn't agree show. more. That's been, like, my go-to now. I don't go to Netflix first. I go to Hulu. And their oh, movies are getting better watched, every day. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Cruella this morning. Okay. It was so good. Um, and I'm trying to... I love Emma Stone. Me too. She was really good. Oh, and then books-wise, I haven't really been doing much reading besides Redhead's books. 
Um, it's never too late to become a redhead. Never too late to become a redhead. Um, <laughs> in case there was that misconception. <laughs> in but case you think you're too next, old. <laughs> my next book I think I'm reading is It Happened One Summer. Um, so that's mm. where I'll be. Okay. I feel like I've seen that on TikTok. I'm on book talk. Yeah, me too. Ashley got me really into reading. Ashley's like the Jackie of no, the relationship, and I'm like the Claudia. Oh, really? <laughs> so she like forces books on me, and then I'll, all of a sudden I like get obsessed. Do you guys like, have yeah. um a Kindle? No, I'm not into I do not them. have a Kindle. I, like, I prefer paperback, even no. though it's not the best. Not to be a freak. Um, <laughs> I'm not that into Kindle. I, don't, I feel like when it's a paperback, it takes me longer to read it because I can actually see how much more I have left, whereas when it's a Kindle, I have no idea, and then all of a sudden it's still learning. Oh, yeah, you're swiping away. Yeah, interesting. I feel like paperback makes me feel, A, much more like a main character. Like, I feel Agreed. cool, like I'm reading a book. Yeah. And B, my screen time is just so sickeningly high that I'm like, oh, my God, an actual book I, like, need to That's look away I feel, giving your eyes a break. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, like, I don't know, stack them sense. up in your house and take up too much room, but you look a little smarter when people come over. It's like a win-win. <laughs> yeah, just, like, a little smarter. And then also – what are you listening to any podcasts that you like are you a big podcast girl? i'm not i'm not a big okay. podcast girl um i i just love like i always have listened to music like i i always have like air, like headphones in listening to music like constantly like i never don't have like, something playing this is magnolia brett eldridge yeah the new casey musgraves <laughs> album came out yesterday two oh, days yeah. ago oh yeah how do you feel about it? I still I need to, to I still need to live with it like more, but so far I really yeah. like it. Like Breadwinner is just the best song ever. Um, yeah. There's a few that I really, really liked, but honestly, I think you kind of have to be in the right headspace to listen to it. It's very much like a folklore evermore. Like if you're not really kind of feeling chill yeah. or down, you're gonna hate it's not it. really an album you just want to pop on in the car like no. an hour. Could listen any time of day, yeah. any vibe. Like, but this one is like a little more niche. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. So that's why like I need to like live with it a little bit more before I like actually decide yeah. if I like hate it. Yeah, but I like love her. She's my actual idol. Like, no, she, of all time. yeah, so. she's incredible. Like, why do you think I moved to Nashville? Why do I have hair extensions? Whole personality type. Um, I was just going to say, it's it's our other favorite time. Pimp yourself out. Where can the people find you on Instagram, oh, TikTok? You like, can, let us know. The Snatchler. Like, when you get a Bud Light code. find me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. You can find me um, at Mark Oshry, M-A-R-G-O-S-H-R-Y, on all platforms. Um, you can listen to my podcast my podcast the snatchler um anywhere you listen to podcasts you can follow magnolia on at pups with no jobs so cute um yeah i think that's everything that's everything uh, who's <laughs> running the uh pups with no jobs account is it magnolia or is it you or is it another pup um it's it's actually jackie um i don't even have the login oh, <laughs> oh another thing that's a spritz no code <laughs> yeah not. take like, to corporate <laughs> So rude. No, honestly, I'm happy for her to do it. I don't, I have no desire. So I'm, I love when other people do things, you know? Yeah. Clocking a full nine to five running the pubs with no job account. Like, yeah, no, truly. Someone's got to do it. It's a dirty job and someone's got to do it. Um, right. Okay. Thank you so much, Margo. I love getting to talk to you and Magnolia. She's said so much. Yes. She's a woman of many words. Yes. I'm yeah. so inspired. I'm actually like ready to go get myself a small dog just because I want to be part of the small dog. Please club. don't. You're not ready. <laughs> no, I'm actually like whatever the opposite of ready to take care of someone is. That's me. But it still sounds like a cute idea. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. It's been so fun chatting with you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, girl. Can't wait to go listen to your next pod.